0: But. All right, well, let's go. Hey, everybody, and welcome. Uh, this is Bob, and I'm having a conversation with Dominic Damasky. Is that you're correct?
1: Right, you're right there, Damasky, Dominic Damasky.
0: All right, fantastic. I always try to take a guess. I didn't want to ask ahead of time because that's uh, kind of my favorite thing is to guess people's names. So I was close enough.
1: Yeah, you're good. I, uh, I once had an interview... And I, I was I was a podcast host, and I interviewed a guy for about an hour and mm-hmm. said his name wrong the whole time. And then at <laughs> the end of the hour, he corrected me. Now, me, meanwhile, I wasn't trying to guess names, and I had a I had a like a cue before where I hoped people would have come, you know, like for uh-huh. five minutes we could get to know each other. And he skipped that, and then yeah, uh, then because of that, I butchered his name.
0: Oh, that's that's part of the fun for me. That's why I don't like to do too much talking ahead of time. I like to just jump in and see where everything takes us. So you're the founder of Motivation Champs. All right. So you have a task ahead of you today. I am severely unmotivated.
1: Oh, dang.
0: And I don't, I mean, I don't know how you could be, how do you become a motivation champ? I mean, that to me, it just sounds like, an inconceivable task
1: that's fair, Bob. And I, one, I don't believe Bob is unmotivated here hosting <laughs> podcasts and meeting new people and chasing dreams. So I think it would be perception. So already I find
0: you it, this is a pretty
1: pretty motivated dude. Why, he's called
0: here. me a liar right out of the gate
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're, you know, we're coming down, but I, but I, I get the premise where some people some people might think it's phony or it's b s or how so i live in a world where i 20 years from now i don't want i hope there's no divisive content i hope people hold the doors for each other i hope people don't uh look at somebody and judge them because they're this or that or different from them mm-hmm. so i try 24 set 24 7 365 days to share positive content to share smiles to share inspiration like hanging out with uh blue bob here like to me <laughs> blue, blue bob blue bob makes me smile so uh this is sharing inspiration motivation find those little things that each day you get joy from maybe uh, and uh, I'm just gonna touch on that just maybe appreciate every second like hanging with blue Bob has anybody called you blue Bob before
0: uh no you know that's <laughs> They've mentioned the blue color, but I don't think they've ever put the two together yet. To okay, uh, all right. I've been called Bobcat. I've been called, you know, Blue Cat, but not Blue Bob. So that's a new one. There we but go. I'll take
1: it. I'll take Let's it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go.
0: <laughs> I think everybody uh, gets a little. Conv- you, you, you're, you're actually pointing out more than most people that I am a cartoon character. So. Uh most people just kind of ignore it and go with it, which is kind of funny. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I I I will not. I, I will not. I recognize it. And and I, I believe in telling stories, and my whole mission is to help people share their story, right? Be you. There's only I, I think about this fact that there's between seven and a half billion and eight billion people on the planet, and there's only one me. If I come on here and try to be anybody else but me, I will fail. But if, if blue Bob, Bob, if, if Bob is a blue cat and that's what he wants to be, go do it and be the best at it. And, and so congratulations. So I, I'm, I like to talk about it.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. So then, um, so the motivation, so obviously, you know, much like everybody else, you had a childhood and you grew up and so forth, but what led you in the direction to do, uh, to create motivation champs? I mean, that. It, it was there some kind of you know pivotal moment in your history that you're like i'm tired of you know sitting around here <laughs> eating oreos and uh, watching uh, reruns and i'm going to do something or what happened with you to, to trigger this
1: so the question it, it was everything perfect all along and then i just because life was so perfect i said hey i'm going <laughs> to i'm going to call myself i'm going to give myself my own nickname and really it is not so I am a publisher of books.
0: That's what I do by
1: day. I help people share their stories. So all like kind of what I talked about already, like 24 seven helping. I want to share inspiration, positivity, and smiles. Part of that is helping other people share their stories, giving them platforms to share their story. So me, I might, I have, I have, I did not come from, uh, A silver spoon or we all have our I was a restaurateur lost half a million dollars in my 20s I've been punched in the face my fair share of times toiled in the toiled in the corporate world when I had a idea to help people do what I do now but I just was probably afraid after spending uh, after going broke and losing a lot so it it took a lot of time so yeah Inch by inch, day by day. That's how I got there, Bob.
0: Uh, so but I mean that I mean those are uh circumstances which everybody doesn't find themselves in necessarily I hope not, at least. Um I mean whenever you're in uh kind of crushing debt, I mean, even though it's not um uh, tangible in a physical form, right? It's very, uh, you know, kind of, you know, imaginary in a way. Um, obviously, people are coming to you for the money or what have you. But, but as far as the actual pressure, it all comes from within, right? So, how did you cope with with that kind of pressure in that situation? I mean, that it seems like that would be something that would be the opposite of motivating for people.
1: Yeah, and I don't think I was where I was today back then. So to dig in on that mm-hmm. uh i was well, so motivated enough to start a restaurant in my early 20s figure out how to fund it i didn't have rich uncles or cousins or anything like that i went for it and but then after 3 years later i was uh, half a million dollars in debt and people were coming to collect and i was you know there was no there was no way out i had tried staying open later i had tried mm-hmm catering, I had tried selling my soul. I did pretty much all those things to make it last. Mm-hmm. But I, I I feel like during that time, I was given a I was given a book when I was about thirteen, around the time I got cut from a basketball team. I got cut from a junior <laughs> I, I got cut from a junior high team and my dad gave me this Augmandino book. And this Augmandino book, there was scrolls in this book, and if you did something There was ten scrolls at the end of it, and it will. I will take action. I will take action. And if you did what these scrolls said for thirty straight days, they started to become a habit. So later on, when I had, when the restaurant was struggling, I'm going through these tough times. I started referring back to these inspirational books and reading more inspirational books and studying motivation and all these. All these other people, the greats—Del Carnegie, Norman Vincent Peale, uh John C. Maxwell—all these guys—and so they helped me get through that time. And when when things did go completely south, I I was ready and understood. Yeah, that's all right. I can I can start. anybody anybody listening, they can start from wherever they're at and get to um, still accomplish. It's not too late. They can still accomplish their wildest dreams. And I don't think I was um, I, I I was no different. You know, and I'm still on that journey.
0: That's fantastic. so you you basically found some uh, solace and and comfort in reading uh, all these different folks and it gave you a different perspective perhaps than just I'm I got cut from the team. you know now I'm not a a team uh, mate for these you know this team or whatever. I'm just the guy that didn't make it.
1: Yeah, and, and and early on, so when it when it first happened, like let's say the cut from the team, and now twenty years later, we're talking about restaurant business or whatever. <laughs> however many when it first happened, yeah, all all failure hurts, and all those setbacks hurt. But it only matters; it, it's only over if you give up on it. So same with basketball. Like I, I have very little talent and very little skill when it comes to playing the game of basketball. But I did I did not quit and ended up playing later on for two years in college. So I go from this little kid that gets beat up and can't dribble ball to um, cutting down nets at, at a, a D3 school. So I mean, so with anything you start to learn and to well, fast forward that to the restaurant business or to today that I started, I'm reading, I'm reading, I'm studying like any of us. If we want to learn something new, Bob wants to learn about podcasting or a new microphone. We learn it, we practice it. And then eventually we don't have to just refer to the manual all the time. We are able to implement those teachings on our own and do it by trial and error. And that's how the, I, I end up writing my first book. I, I start thinking, hmm, I got something to say. And it's a little bit different. And then once I wrote the first book, I started thinking, wait other people have stories and let's, let's talk about their stories. How do we help them share their story? Just like this podcast here, you sit down with a lot of different types of people and help them share their stories and give them a voice. And I thought there's a lot of good people out there that have something to say. Let's, let's try to help them. That's what motivation champs is.
0: So let's go. So you mentioned your first book, right? So let's go back to that. So you're uh, at what, so you wrote the book after your, um, uh, restaurant uh, uh, closure or whatever you want to say. I don't want to say failure because you don't want to say failure a lot. That just sounds terrible, doesn't it? But yeah, people, people the restaurant everybody, thing.
1: everybody, <laughs> so let's, let's, let's embrace that. Everybody, people are so touchy about this term, like failure. Like some people say you can't say it. Some people say you got to embrace it. Some people say nothing's a failure until unless you give up on it. So I'm not afraid. I don't like so people are so quick to jump on. Somebody else for how they that word their usage of that word I'm not that mm-hmm. you know oh, I okay. just encourage people not to give up
0: but so so the the book happened after that right so yeah, yeah, um no. so so you're you're done with that right and you're dealing with the aftermath and so far forth for that so what made you go you know what i' I'm, I'm gonna write a book now. I was, I was working. In,
1: you may remember this. I don't know how old Bob is here. May, uh, <laughs> That's the
0: point of the cat. You yeah. never know. They got nine lives. That could be it, ancient.
1: That's right. Uh, so there, back in the day, there was a thing called phone books. And after I uh, had my run in the restaurant business, I got the first corporate job I could get. I took a sales job rather than going back into the restaurant business, which was mm-hmm. probably the obvious choice at the time that I was experienced in. But I, I said, I'll go into sales. I'm ready to try something new. And they were big on writing your goals. And so at first I would write in there, get two sales this week, make 10 appointments, whatever, whatever the goal was. And then I started writing in there some of my personal things, pay off Mr. Malaberti, pay off, pay off this magazine that I owed for advertising, pay off uh, Cisco food service. And then I start, so now I'm writing personal goals. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden I wrote in there, I I would start writing little notes or phrases. And then soon enough, I'm looking at it, studying it. And I thought, I have something to say. I got myself a little notebook, that same notebook I'm writing these goals in. I wrote on the front of it, first book. And that's how I started writing a book, and I had no idea what I was doing. I had no idea how that even worked. I just started, started writing.
0: <laughs> but but you were working for you were selling ads in the phone book. Is that yeah? I was selling
1: was phone job? book ads. Yep, selling yeah. phone book ads. Going to little neighborhoods. They put you in a little neighborhood for about four months, and then bring somebody else in, and then bring somebody else in. And then we would move to another county or city for another three months or six months. That would be the next campaign.
0: Oh my. Yeah. That sounds tough. That sounds tougher yeah. than the restaurant business. If so, you ask me. <laughs> yeah. In that,
1: anyway, you know, it's all, it's all, it is all, it's all a journey and to each their own. You know, sometimes you could say, well, it's, it's freedom. You're out choosing where you want to drive or how many stops you want to make. But then mm-hmm. on the other hand, the no's and rejection. And I, I, I wrote in a different book one time that I think in sales, I was told no at least 20,000 times. And I, figure out that's <laughs> you yeah, and anybody else that's listening that's in sales they're probably thinking told, they, you, that's yeah, your it,
0: next book Twenty thousand no's mean yes yeah the no's the no's <laughs> definitely <laughs> add up but it,
1: you never know when that next yes is coming
0: that's but that they always think that's amazing i've never had to do uh sales like that right i mean you know uh nothing that where you're you're constantly at it like that and you're constantly trying to attain a goal or whatever. I, I just think that that seems so, um, you know, so beyond, you know, because you you have to go through all that. And then, you know, what do you do? How do you keep your mindset such that, you know, you've gone a week or something with everybody just telling you to get it, get out of here. or You know, I don't want to talk, I don't want to talk to you or whatever. And then you're got to get into the next week. You well, know, it, it seems like that would be a really tough task on a person to constantly be in that kind of mode of interaction.
1: Well, you, you have to know you have to believe in the product you have to believe in what you're doing but there was definitely times where uh, through my sales career when i was in sales like whether in yellow pages what you had to have two sales in a week or you could be put on a plan or an insurance if you didn't sell so many of a certain type of policy in a in a year or quarter you could be put on a plan or in pharmaceuticals if you didn't i was in pharmaceuticals too if oh, okay. you didn't if you didn't sell this this or this you could be so there is a there is a pressure that you need to produce and sometimes that pressure lights a fire and sometimes it'll uh melt somebody
0: <laughs> that's a good analogy there lights a fire or melts them yeah. they can't stand it yeah the um did you have like a go-to thought process? Like whenever you kind of got down on things uh, where you're like, okay, you know, I'm going to think about a, maybe a personal goal or, you know, something like that, that is a little more within, you know, your wherewithal or you're just like, okay, this Friday, I'm going to get, you know, a good pizza. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, well, for anything, let's see if we're just not going to, Myself cells or anybody listening and going through whatever they're going through and wondering why they're doing it, I would use that, those words and say, remember the why, Remember it's cliche sometimes, but why are you doing it? What was the reason? So when you think about going home early and watching uh, some daytime soap opera, if you are willing to put in the reps, put in more time, uh, that typically, with with education with work with belief a lot of good things will happen so i uh the times do get stressful and we had one contest where we were able to uh if you had so many cells in a week you got to reach in a bag bag of money but now i will and and pull out and pull out as much money as you could Uh, with one
0: handful of money
1: yes but but on that that being said that when i was on a like after all my restaurant struggles, I was on a government repayment plan for about seven years. And there yeah. were times where if I didn't get to reach in that bag of money that uh, I probably <laughs> I might add12 dollars to last me the, last, the rest of the week afterwards, and that's for everything. So I, I think Ooh. there was a, a, hus- uh, a an effort understanding what the other side of the coin held for me.
0: Wow. Do you think that it is helpful or it doesn't matter like if a person feels like they're unmotivated right They're 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 reading your books or, or coming to you does it matter if they have that kind of you know low point or is that inconsequential because yeah. you know the low point kind of gives you that push you know you're going to go one way or the other right and when yeah. you're at the low point you're like okay I guess I got to go the other way now if you're not in that situation does that matter to the person, do they have to hit uh, a low point in order to, to bounce back and become more motivated?
1: Well, you, you, you open up a lot of questions. there. they, and they say that uh rock bottom is the most solid foundation to, to build upon. But I am also a believer. So wherever you're at, I, I, I really believe wherever you're at your next decision, whoever, whoever, is listening right now your next decision can change it all it's not going to change it's not going to change it all instantly but it starts you on the right trajectory so if you decide today yeah i i i no longer accept this from this point forward this is my foot in the sand i no longer accept this okay so that changes how the people how people talk to you how how what you receive, what they're saying, the effort you make today and the effort you make longer because tomorrow, because you, you've chosen, I now it's going to take a week from now, you're going to be tested and these things are going to come back to you. But you, for the, for the reason that you wanted this, this, and this, I don't accept this anymore. And I think that's the, that would be a good starting point.
0: Now, and this is a little bit, but what about people who are uh, addicted Right, yeah. so motivation is a huge factor yeah, yeah, people yeah. who are addicted to things because they um, are motivated towards the addiction, and and you don't, you can't necessarily do that because it could be detrimental, right? Yeah, you know, and I, you have to be motivated in another direction. So, I mean, I don't know why I thought of that, but I was just thinking when you were talking, I was like, you know, well, what if? Because whenever you say rock bottom, probably is what triggered it in my head. Is a lot of people use that term, uh, in relation to some type of addiction, either, you know, Mm drugs or alcohol or something. And, um, that becomes a factor in your motivation because it seems like the addiction becomes more motivating than other parts of your life. Um, do you talk about that as far as your, uh, I,
1: I would like to just preface for anybody going through those, those, um, ups and downs and struggling with those types of addiction. I, I wished him only the best and I support the journey and wish them hope. But it is not something I am not a physician or qualified <laughs> to, sure. to touch on that in any way, you know? So,
0: so no. My, well, but, my, but lack my, of motivation kind of goes hand in hand, oddly enough with addiction, because the yeah. person, like if we just took your situation, you know, if they had a proclivity to drink with this restaurant situation they may just start drinking after that you Mm -hmm. know what i mean more heavily than they would before but anyway we're not too far off topic no no well here i'll (laughs) I'll
1: throw one back to you because there are a lot of times where there are two twins that would necessarily have the same they would have the same i think a twin has the same dna maybe they do maybe they don't but
0: Uh, identicals i think but not fraternals okay so
1: in some situations they could have the same upbringing and go Completely different ways. Oh, yeah. So yeah. their dad could have been an alcoholic. One decides to follow in their footsteps. The other decides, I'm never going to touch the, that alcohol again. So uh, it's, it's,
0: that could be genetic as well. The yeah. thing you mentioned that. <laughs> super, super Al- complex. Yeah. Alcoholism can be genetic. But um uh, I, I didn't mean to get down that rabbit hole too far, to be honest with you. No, I just uh, was thinking about when you said that. I was just like, wow. Cause I mean, that seems to be, you know, when you're in a position that seems to be one of the choices at least in in this day and age that becomes one of the choices you know what i mean uh, yeah so
1: so, uh, so I, I to wrap that point up i i would say what my qualifications for that zero what i will tell somebody is there's always hope when you when when you think it's darkest there's there's always hope it's uh whether they say darkest before dawn so right
0: darkest before the dawn yeah. hang hang in there one more day one more day because a lot of these things that you're saying are also um, things that are uh, in AA and so forth. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of interesting parallels there. Um, the uh, So writing your book. So you said you decided, let's get back to that. Oh. <laughs> you said, I'm going to write this book. And it, I, you put it on your to-do list, right? Your goal list. Which I'm a big fan of goals, by the way. I, I must say that whenever you said that, I'm like, hey, you know what? I do that. That's fantastic. I feel great now talking to you because you've supported something that I like. So, <laughs> but uh, so you have it on your goal list. So, how did it, it and the, if this was around the Yellow Pages times, then it wasn't quite the same procedure to write a book as it is now. So, how, you know, because there wasn't as many outlets, right? Yeah, I mean, you could write your book, but then what do you do with it?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And to back to your point, I wasn't any good at it, so
1: it took me seven years to write my first book. So it oh, wasn't gosh. it wasn't like I just was uh, Ernest Hemingway or something when I started writing. No, I, I had I had no idea what I was doing. I'm, but I was a student of these other of the genre I liked. So anybody mm-hmm. that is writing, I would encourage them to read 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 and start to see what else is out there and and i so i so the more i read the more i understood okay here's here's where i'm trying to go but in truth my first book came out with thousands of errors in it i sold all my rights and uh it it, i I, it could have been a hell of a lot better so uh (laughs) that's kind of how that led me into later on into the publishing world i thought I don't know that I want people to have that same kind of experience. I think I could do a little better.
0: So then, so your first book, you actually did have a publisher. So you're, you, you, um, cause you said you sold, your rights were gone. So Mm -hmm. that means you went through some publishing house or something. And, and, uh, so then you had to do the sell on that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they they didn't say, Hey, Dominic, we know you, uh, had a failed restaurant. We want you to write a book for us. So, you know, that's not kind of how they work generally. Yeah, and,
1: and, and I would say to anybody here that's considering going down that road, so road, one, I talked about, I just mentioned genres. You need to know what genre your book falls in. And so if you should want to shop publishers or find publishers, then you would look for them, first of all, that do the kind of book that you're doing or interested in the kind of book you're doing. And then I study, I got just like life, add the nose. I wasn't even talking the nose of people that weren't interested, but I, I having been in cells, I understand repetition. I understand um, improving upon things, using the words, the words and things that they were saying to me when I pitched Uh, future publishers. And that was um, when I had multiples, I had, I understood the questions they were asking me and prepared the answers so that I could take on any future interested parties.
0: That's interesting. So you basically kind of learned the vernacular of the publishing industry in order to put kind of feedback what they know so you i don't know i don't know any publishing terms to be honest with you but you would basically you took all this information in and you're like okay they want to hear about you know i i I, give me a term that i could your your
1: query letter does not have this in it we Uh, want uh you didn't tell us our you didn't tell us your marketing numbers you didn't tell us your your mission you didn't tell us similar books in your genre that you think this book would be like so all these things that they were saying to me, I would when I sure hell no I didn't know what they were talking about. But <laughs> after enough mentioned the same kind of things, then I would, I would clean it up, clean it up, get it better, get it better, and and that's how that process came along.
0: That's interesting because you know I, I, I suppose that uh, everybody kind of does it a little bit because you get involved in in different areas of. Uh, you know, work or, or whatever. And you pick up on the terms, right. And then you start using the terms, but mm-hmm. you, you did what I would call essentially a, a sped up process. Cause you were like, okay, these are the terms I need to act like, I mean, I need to know these terms, not necessarily act like I know, but I need to know these terms and I need to spit these things back out to them so that then they go, Oh, he knows these terms. He's answering these questions. He knows Yeah, the
1: other publishers are saying this. And then even later on in the, in the deal, making process once it got to the point where somebody was going to pay for all the costs and things like that i i would this other publisher is saying this
0: mm-hmm.
1: and what do you think you know it wasn't uh i played everybody against each other
0: yeah oh wow well and that's also a bit of a sales thing too right yeah, so yeah, yeah, right. a little bit so this yeah, well. all it builds you're building hey, hey. i can see yeah. you're building here dominic yeah, uh, and absolutely. by the way, you have a great name anyway. So I mean, uh, you got to have name appeal. Uh, Bob's not a good it. name uh, for appealing to people, but Dominic is a very good name.
1: Wow, Bob's great.
0: <laughs> the uh, so you so then you go down this journey. So at this point, you you've written one book, right? It took you a while to do it, seven years, Forever. you said, which yeah. is which is, but you got it done, right? So mm-hmm. that goal stayed on your sheet for seven years, right? Yeah, yeah right. And you didn't you know, scratch it out and go, well, that's never going to happen.
1: My life changed. Uh, Jobs changed. Debt load changed. Success levels changed. I I became a dad, uh, I think twice along that along the way there before it came out. And so all these things that could derail you change of careers, they just kept on, but it's just part of the
0: journey. Well, that's the hard part. Having kids really slows you down. Not that it's a bad thing when I say that, but your all your extra attention, any extra attention you had before goes right to the kids. So um, you don't get to, to have your freewheeling, you know, young life uh, if you're, if you got kids in the house that you're dealing with. So that's well, always let, a tough thing.
1: Yeah. So let's, let's tackle that because I'm sure people are dealing with that kind of thing right now that, well, I believe in extending the day. So my cheat code to somebody that has whatever goal would be extend the day a little earlier, extend the day a little earlier, later. If you're a soccer mom dropping your kids off at school, maybe you're able to, maybe when you're in the car line, you're able to dictate into your phone about whatever the goal is. Maybe you're able to research things on Google while you're at lunch during your day job. So I don't think you have to... Right. I, well, I can only do, you might not be able to spend hours every day, but you probably could spend minutes in some, some way. Mm -hmm.
0: That's interesting. So extend your day would be one of those things that you're Mm -hmm. like, you know, and do you think that doing stuff like that, doing, extending your day is that kind of helps you keep your motivation by showing progress and then the progress then keeps you Mm -hmm. interested?
1: Well, that, that's a very astute, and i had never put it so clearly, but absolutely. You know, if you're able to do, can I do one thing? Somebody here today.
0: Yeah, well, do, you need more words for the book, so I, yeah. I don't have to worry about that right now. But.
1: Can I do one thing today that moves me closer <laughs> to my goal? Sure you can. I Googled something today. I told a friend that I'm going to work on this. I, When my husband and the kids went to bed, I looked up. Uh, how to start a podcast? Whatever, whatever it is you want to do. Yep.
0: Oh, that's, that's interesting. You know, Minutes. A, a quick aside. A long time ago, uh, they used to give away, uh, you know, um, website addresses free for a year. Sometimes, so like mm-hmm. you could say, okay, whenever they're coming out with, uh, you'd be like, you want to get a net. They'll give the provider would say you can get a .dotnet for free because you're a customer. And I made one called One Thing Done. And every day I said I got one thing done, and then I would just, and it was just kind of a spoofy kind of thing at the time. And I made a little website anyway. But here's my one thing done, and so uh, I didn't pay for it. So whenever the year was up, I let it drop. But uh, yeah. it kind of it reminded me of that when we just were talking about that. Yeah, I got one thing done today. Um, and it used to be kind of a where I was working at. It was always kind of a thing. Did you get Did you accomplish anything today? Yeah, I got one thing done. Yeah. Um, but that actually is cumulative, right? So in, 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 you know, in respect to motivation and so forth, then that would be a cumulative thing. You, you, you get your one thing done. And then by the time you get through the week, Hey, guess what? You got seven things done.
1: Yeah. Uh, Even, even if I was talking to somebody about, uh, working out or let's say somebody told me they want to work out, uh, uh I, I would say go do one push-up <laughs> and uh, yeah, well, I can't do one push-up. Well, start start on your knees then. Or, mm-hmm. But I, if, if I said, do, I want you to do one push-up every day this week or every day for, if I said one push-up every day, I guarantee once somebody got their shoes on, once somebody got down on the ground, mm-hmm. they would not stop at one push-up. And then cumulatively, the, let's say they did three, three, five 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 ten right those numbers are going to add up but it all starts it all starts by like you said doing that one thing
0: that's fantastic very interesting so let's move forward a little bit and so you're working you you take you know it took a while to get the first one out and you're doing other things so how long did it take before you you got your second book out
1: Phew. You ask good questions here. Uh So first book comes out about 2013. I'm in the insurance business at the time. I'm already speaking, talking to more people, what motivation champs were in the, in the beginning of understanding that I didn't want it to be about me. I thought that there was a lot of people out there to what you asked at the beginning of the interview. Like the, the motivation champs is not me. It's, mm-hmm people sharing their story. It's a mom that wants to share that her kid got an a. It's, a. it's a dad that wants to share he got a new job. It's somebody writing a book that wants to tackle domestic abuse awareness. So those are all the people sharing their story. So as I'm speaking back to, so I start, I launched the first book, I start talking about it. I get more comfortable speaking about it, sharing stuff on social media. And then once I start speaking, people start coming up to me and saying, I have a story. Listen to this story about my grandson. Listen to this story. I want to write a book. And I started thinking, hmm, they have a story. I'm trying to help people share this inspiration, this motivation. If I help other people do it, then it definitely isn't about me because more people could do it, and I don't have to put a limit. I only have two hands and uh, this tiny little brain of mine, but if I get – uh, a whole bunch of people sharing their stories man we can take this thing a whole lot farther
0: so you you do look at motivation champs as a team Damn. so everybody becomes part of the team essentially and uh as they become part of the team then it um it it grows and it spreads and then more people can uh, uh tell their experiences
1: yeah, absolutely absolutely they they are the champs all these people That whether it's if you'd like put the at sign in and put motivation champs, you'll find this all over the Internet and sharing these stories that hopefully make people say, yeah, I'm going to smile today. I'm going to there is some good out in this world. I'm going to open the door for somebody. So that that's 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 the hope. That was too many that's. But that is the hope.
0: Look at that. It says at motivation champs. You can look it up on the socials there the um but that that's that's really interesting so then you get to your second one and and your first one was probably a little bit more of a personal uh book and you wanted to get it out right it took a while and yeah and then now you're you're looking at this more as a team effort and then when do you so i guess do you at this point do you have like a regular day job or is this what you're doing now
1: Well, today, like in 2024, since sometime in 2019, I've been on my own and I help people share their stories. Leading up to 2019, I was still, I was in insurance. I was in pharmaceuticals. I was uh, even, I was doing more side stuff with Netflix and Amazon and things like that. So um, yeah, it was all part of the journey.
0: And so now you're kind of on your own, I suppose you would say, although if it's a team effort, you're not really on your own, but.
1: (laughs) So we just hosted a big event and this, this weekend in um, Chicago called creative con Mm -hmm. and had creators, podcasters, publishers, people in production from all over the globe come in, people that want to share their story in different capacities. And we were one of the sponsors. And so, no, I'm not alone. There's so many people with, these, these stories that can help somebody else right now there's somebody right now there's somebody out there looking for your story they're combing a bookshelf they're scrolling the internet looking through their podcast and they, they can't find the message that you have that you're about to share And if you if you develop it you can be their answer so uh oh. i just try to help share that
0: Lord help those folks if they find it. But uh, thank you for the encouragement. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. The um, so Chicago. So are you in the Chicago area? I guess I ask you that now. No, I'm out of Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. But yeah. but you were part of this uh, um, con in Chicago. Yeah, it was the first, yeah, first Yep. Oh, I never. I haven't heard of that. So I'm I'm anxious to know more about that since you were a sponsor. What 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 brought what drew you to it besides i mean obviously the stories and stuff but was there any other aspect of it that drew you into it well one i'm one of the founders of it oh okay <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah i'm in man
1: so uh what really drew me to it is like i'm i'm i help people write books i believe in social media as as as, you, as i've said but uh, as an author, I'm hanging out with with Blue Bob, Bob the Cat today, and I think that you need to be able to share your story multiple ways. One form of media is not correct. So somebody could write a book and think, well, I don't need to be on social media. I don't need to be on podcasts. I don't need to do all these things. Well, you do. And as um, Bob is a podcaster and Bob still has to write it says at motivation champs here it says a conversation with Dominic Maskey i read some of his other descriptions on shows that he had so bob does need to understand writing and all of these different forms of media pr- pr- promotion so that was that was what it was about figuring out that oh, these are really storytelling forms and there's different ways. There isn't one best way to tell a story. Sure, I would say yes, it's the book. You would say yes, it's podcasting. But there's a, a mutual, a mutual respect, and there there's a place for all voices.
0: Oh, that's interesting. So then, so the, the creator kind of is kind of exploring uh, the multiverse of media, I suppose.
1: Yeah, and least. understanding and storytelling. And knowing yeah, I, just,
0: I just copyrighted that multiverse of media. Thank you. There you go. That's a good one. It could be another,
1: <laughs> do, could be another domain for you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! If I bought all the domains that yeah. I think of, the um, um, but no, that's fantastic. I think it's interesting. I have to now. Is it going to be in Chicago next year?
1: We're still we're still in the works. It just happened this week. It just happened. we it just happened a few days ago. Oh so. gosh. We Uh got teams and
0: you're exhausted,
1: positive. Yeah, right. I just actually got back (laughs) from so we we shall see.
0: Oh, okay. Are you gonna move it around, you think, or you still haven't decided? I guess,
1: yeah, still haven't decided. Well, that's
0: interesting. Yeah, the um, uh, and so the that that's interesting. So, So, if you had a philosophy, if you could give me like you know, the this philosophy synopsis of. This uh, multiverse of media that you're doing, um, what what would it be? I mean, th- I think sometimes it's hard for people to understand that because there's so many things out there, yeah. you know. So, avenues,
1: absolutely. So, uh, one, I have I could go all day on that, and we'd have to start our whole uh, whole channel. But my <laughs> my question is, like, let's say. Let's say in I'll use TikTok for example. Let's say you don't believe in TikTok, that you think all TikTok is is dancing and kids doing whatever. Well, actually the hashtag book talk on TikTok has like 112 billion views. So if you were an author, although you don't believe in although you don't believe in TikTok, 112 billion views on one hashtag. So maybe these are people that like books. You write books. You Mm -hmm. might want to check that out. Mm -hmm. And now if you're going over there, you might want to make a a video that is entertaining or that uh, is articulate so so that people understood whatever message you had. So you start to see the value of these platforms or, for instance, podcasting. Maybe, what if, hmm, would have been steady hosting my own podcast. What if I could be on multiple podcasts and meet all these different interesting people? And hmm, would would it in turn um, help my network? So I so that you'll appreciate this. Here's how I'll sum it up: If a tree falls in the woods, does it make a sound? If you are not somewhere, if you are not on one of these other platforms, and I'm not saying overwhelm yourself, I'm saying do what you can handle. And then do more but if you're not on one of these other platforms in any way when somebody's looking like we talked about earlier when somebody's combing the bookshelves when somebody's scrolling for a podcast they need that message they're looking for this smile for an hour if this podcast isn't there then what do they do they're going to turn to somebody else but if you are there then maybe they find the story you're trying to
0: share well that's interesting Now, how? So, let's say they find you, right? So they've you've put stuff out there, right? Now you need to to kind of get them to stick around, right? So, what's your kind of foolproof engagement tactic, if you have one? If you have one, I I don't know if I have one. Yeah, right. I probably don't have one. No, but
1: number one, consistency. So if we made, if you made one episode of this show and never made another episode, well, the people that liked episode one are not going to stick around because there are no more episodes. So consistency is key. If, if you produced something that was interesting and people enjoyed and then you don't do it again for six months, well, in that six months, they were looking for something else. So the more consistent you can be with not only your delivery of content, but also your message. Like, I don't want if I start to like this podcast and all of a sudden a week from now, Bob does something completely different. Bob starts talking politics. I might be (laughs) turned off by it and say, Oh, that wasn't what I came here for. I came for it because it was light, because it was fun, it was informative. So the consistency and consistency of message.
0: Interesting. So, okay, that's interesting. So then, um, so is there, so, so with books, it's a lot different. So with podcasts, you know, you do something on every week or every, a couple of times a week, or some people do stuff every day. But um, then, but with books, it's totally a different kind of scene, right? So yeah. how, how, how do you address consistency in the books uh, side of things?
1: I You have to give, and this you have to give value. You have to give value without ask, without a hook, without um, trying to sell me something. Give give value, give value, give value, and that community will believe in you, appreciate you, and then when you have other things going on, they will follow. It, whether it's writing another book or going to an event where maybe they can meet Bob and get a signature and take a picture. <laughs> those are the things that building you're building a community you're giving value and then you that will pay dividends
0: interesting that's interesting so then let's move forward again so uh so now you've done the Creator Con, right? You're looking yeah. at doing it again next year. You yeah. got your seven books that you've done. Oh, and... I've done. Hold on here. Well, Let's, you said uh, seven at the beginning. You I did like, well,
1: I've been I've been involved in probably written in seven, and I've helped hundreds of people publish books.
0: Oh, okay. So then, yeah, so helping people publish books.
1: Publish books where I make my living. Hundreds of people have. Uh,
0: so are you are you the publisher at this point then? Yeah, motiv- Motivation
1: just... Champ. Motivation sure so at at this point yeah so
0: i actually got out
1: of my first contract because i i I love business i brought a compilation book in and i said even though you might think you have the rights to the my future projects because i mentioned i sold the rights Mm -hmm. i brought in a compilation book i said these agree on giving you the rights to their future books and i would need out of that as well and Mm -hmm. that's how that's how that contract was erased.
0: Oh, okay, so so then so then you're helping folks get to do the publishing and so forth. So then, yeah. how do they? Uh, I mean, obviously we have the hashtag up there and so forth. But so if they come to you, then what's the like? What's the first step?
1: One first step's a conversation. Where do they want to go? Where do they want to be in five years from now? But the the question is, we take them from thought in their head. Or piece of paper to their published author. They're out giving speeches. They're on Barnes and Noble. They're in Staples selling books. They're in Barnes and Noble selling books. They're at their books are at Walmart. Their message is clear. They're taking the stages of places like Creative Con. So we take them from uh, from Spark or ideas still get them every service they could possibly need to make them to help them accomplish their goals
0: okay so then you're you're um kind of uh uh shepherding them a bit so you're yeah, you're helping word. them and you're giving them a little bit of a uh playbook uh as a way to okay here's what we need to do right we need to kind of, sharp. you have a good idea, we need to sharpen that idea, and then we need to give you a a direction. From from editors,
1: to covers, to formatters, to developmental editors, to coaching sessions, to marketing, to uh, any, to the clarity of story, to uh, consumability of story. Yeah, you have a story there, but is that the story the readers want? Is that the story that five years from now you're going to be proud of? And those are all things we really dig into.
0: So does it matter what uh, topic area? Or is it, does it, like, are you focusing on one, like everybody's in one genre, you know, with this? Or is it wherever?
1: Well, for me and where my heart and soul is, is... Motivation. Yeah, this belief. But motivation, where we touch... It could be overcoming domestic abuse. It could be uh, our friend, Shar Murphy, who had um, cancer four times and went blind at one point. Uh, it could be children's books. It could be graphic novels. It has to have an underlying tone of motivation. And that's what we really look for coaches and things like that. But it isn't, it doesn't have to be rah, 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 you know, go get them. It can be, but that's not, I mean, I have, coaches and fables and things like that as well. But I was just awe. thinking
0: you said fables because what came to mind when you said that, it's like, if you look at, um, you know, Aesop's fables or morality tales, so you're looking at motivation tales. Uh, and absolutely. so it's kind of the same area. I mean, as far as you're, you're trying to, you don't necessarily need to beat people over the head with it. Yeah. Um, you just need to have a story that pushes in that direction um, in order to hopefully inspire somebody, uh, potentially, uh, or at the very least, it sounds like um, inspire the person who's doing it.
1: Inspiration, smiles, positivity—that's that's my mission, and help other people do the same. If if I if I can accomplish that, right? Well, I help this person share a, one more smile today. Then we might get to those other we might get to those other goals of living in a world where people hold the door for each other and say hi at the grocery (laughs) store and things like that. But my part is probably helping all these people um, put out a little positivity.
0: That's cool. That's, that's fantastic. I mean, you're right. I mean, I'm uh, the person who's always smiling and holding the door and, you know, the world doesn't necessarily um, uh, return the favor sometimes, but you can't let that, Stop you from doing what you think is what you want to do.
1: Yes, right on.
0: So, if people want to get in touch with you, uh, I got the the at up there. Is there a, another way, or what's your preferred way of contact?
1: You did a good job with that. Uh, that, but you could also look at www.motivationchamps.com and and there's ways to get a hold of us. There's schedulers and all kinds of things like that. And I'd love to sit down with anybody who has a story to share and chat about it a little bit and we'll steer you in the right direction whether it's with me somebody else on your own you know we're just looking for more uh positive mojo out there
0: well that's great and and i guess uh watch out for creative con coming next year yeah 2.0 right 2.0 yeah there you go well thanks dominic for for talking with me today um I hope uh I hope you enjoyed it cuz I did. Uh Thank you. <laughs> um but uh folks uh look up Dominic here at motivationchamps.com or on all the socials at motivationchamps and uh and hit him up and see what uh what there is for you in the motivation champs world. Thanks, Bob.